We got your six and six major playtime. We are We the People, the People's Patriot Project. Oh, you caught me. You caught me. I'm ready. I'm ready. Hey, Bourbon Battle Buddies and Jeremy. Um, I thought maybe Mark forgot to put me on the screen. So welcome to our weekly show. This is Andrea Eichmann with the People's Patriot Project, and we are here for our weekly. We got your six at six. So it is six o'clock p.m. 1800 Central Time every Sunday right here on Facebook, on whatever stream you're watching. We are on um andrea's stream mark's stream um possibly our guests for the evening streams um youtube instagram it goes everywhere um so we've got a great show tonight we have got kevin palmer who is a friend of clayton q's who i've just gotten to know the last couple days and he's gonna bring us some music tonight and i do believe i just heard back from uh big country and he will be here in just a little bit as well. So we've got a great show on 13 November, 2022. Wow, close to the end, close to the end. Six weeks, seven weeks yet? Perfect, perfect. But before we get started tonight, as we always do, if you could stand and place your hand over your heart, remove your hats, and we will do the Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag, flag of the United, United States, States of America, America. and to the, to the republic, republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Perfect, 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 and thank you. And Peterson, I'm telling you, it looked better without the background. I'm I'm Rip Wheeler. <laughs> Welcome to the national holiday of Yellowstone's back on the tube. <laughs> We're going to take you to the train station. He is a goof, you all. Sergeant Big Country's like, what have I gotten into now? I told him we'd be gentle, and then I sent a puppy face with it. I'm sorry. As gentle as a puppy. That's what I was saying. Oh, I forgot to add something to our uh, our intro. Give me a second here. We'll add this to it. Well, thanks for reminding me. It's been a it's been a really really crazy busy around here the last few weeks. So it's it's like we we literally just got in and got settled from traveling to South Carolina today and everything. And I'm just like, oh, 
shit. <laughs> Oops. Well, what show? What show do we? Should we be watching your show on Sundays? <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't do podcasts anymore. Um, oh, okay. I did uh, back in 2017 before the whole. Let's see everybody on the screen. It was just audio. Yeah. Um, but we we had one of the largest ones running, uh, Dangerous Grounds Network. Um, of course, we had a lot of you know veteran entrepreneurs and stuff like that, veteran nonprofits and whatnot. But we also had people from Comedy Central, like DC Benny was was one that would come on quite often. Um, really cool guy, uh, really funny man, um, and some other comedians of his sorts and. Just, just about anybody that we could reach out to, uh, but it was, it was, it was my purpose at the moment in time. That's that's kind of what kept me, kept me going was fixing everybody else's show. So I paid for the broadcast, and I gave anybody a show. You know, if you, as long as you came out with your image and you had your content and you had your guest list, you know, I ran your tech and, and stuff. So it was, you know, it was just a way to connect with people at the time. That is very cool. That is exactly how we got started. We so I was telling Kevin a little bit ago. Um, Mark and I are also we're teachers by day. Um, nice. On the down low, yeah. No, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, but we. Um, so when that whole thing sent us home and put us all online, and I would teach all day too, like. 25 of these little squares and they'd all be black because nobody wants to be on the screen and so you don't know if anyone's even there you just talk and so um peters and i are like i mean we had just been doing like these brewery brewery punch cards for uh fundraisers and so between right. the two of us we visited like 80 some breweries that that couple summers and it was tough work oh boy a lot of research in that and uh all of a sudden we just can't go anywhere and do anything and so um, one day I'm like, let's do a happy hour online. And so we did. And then we're like, we need to start doing this like with more people. And then we started getting like veteran uh, veterans that had a good story to tell veterans that had um, like a nonprofit of their own that wanted, you know, they're very similar to what we do. Right. But we kind of started this poof into the, the, the video world that we didn't necessarily mean to, but it kind of became a, um, well, we're here in Minnesota and it, all of a sudden we have friends all over the country that um, it's been really cool because then we can tie into anyone that sends us an issue. If we can't help you where you are, we know somebody who can. And so um, it's it's just grown and it's been really cool. And uh, Brian Gibson, for instance, is down there in uh, Paducah and is building his um, forward operating base um Yep. Oh, Fab Rush, yes. In yep. um, <laughs> yeah, I can't wait so, till he gets that thing finished. I, I, I've talked to him a little bit about it a couple of years ago, and, and once he gets it up and running, should should be should be marvelous. Yeah, I saw some. Uh, I saw some roofing people. I think there might be some things moving down there. So hopefully things are going well. On top of uh, having Brian here with, uh, we do have uh, veteran support uh, royalty, Bobby and Peggy Kretzinger with uh, Operation Texas Strong. Um, 
these guys, there's no one that works harder than these guys, and they're amazing. Uh, they've given away, and they'll give me the number now because we're, we're at the end of this. I, uh, it's close to and over 100 RVs for homeless veterans across the country or in Texas. Um, and we had this amazing heart-to-heart conversation about uh, um, the vet world not really letting him in to give him any. And he's not in this for the recognition. Him and his family do it just because it needs to be done. And I'm like, brother, you come along here, man. We got you all day and night, and we will go in and give veterans a place to lay their head at night. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Bobby, and your family. Uh, you guys are amazing, and you do just amazing, amazing work. And I never see those guys slow down either. Um, Can I – I, I need to interject. Let me interject really quick because they had a big fundraiser yesterday. I think yes. just yesterday, and they they had a lot of people, and one of our former guests. Well, I kind of borrowed him from their from their uh, posts, but um, so he was he was a comedian for them, Chad Hutto. But I saw a post that they might have had some visitors from the Yellowstone. Oh, Yellowstone people. they might have been there. I haven't had confirmation. Whoa. But I saw, I saw there might have been some big names down there, and that's pretty darn cool. Check this out. Cool. I get all tickly inside when I see stuff like that. Matt <laughs> <laughs> um, compliments of uh, Chris Nobles and his amazing, wonderful wife, Heather Nobles, a simplified design. They never stop. They never slow down. They've been pumping videos out from the – Nashville, we P3 Nashville takeover all week long um, because we had five days and five nights of veterans and first responders coming, and it was just an amazing. I'm t- we don't normally say potty words in here, and and that's probably a good practice. But uh, uh, we P3 went down to Nashville and we kicked the out of it. Um, Look how good I did. I did good. Nice timing. <laughs> I did good. Great. He's got um, that little app going again. <laughs> what happened was we got to go down to Nashville so we could support Tony Turner, Adam Martin, Don Ricks, Alyssa Ruffin, um, Mr. Lee. Um, there were about seven, and I know I'm leaving some off. Desi, of, uh, Desi Rock? Mr. Rock, D. Rock, who were up for nominations at the Josie Awards, the largest indie music group uh, award program in the country. That's the reason we went down there originally. And um, I said, well, if we're in Nashville and we're hanging around with our friends and we have veteran and first responding musicians, why don't we just invite all 90 of them uh, to come along with us and uh, come play. And we got Jennifer Keller here and her amazing uh, offspring came along with us and just boots, scooting, boogied everyone's boots and socks off. Um, and it was just so, but this is kind of, and I got to say, I mean, every, there wasn't a day that didn't have a highlight, but there, I mean, you don't always get to talk with, uh, Mr. Golden of the Oak Ridge Boys. Yeah, you just don't always get to do that. And so 
Um, <laughs> I giggle every time I see me grab the microphone. Yeah. <laughs> because that's, for me, Andrea looked amazing as she always does. And that was what I call polishing the turd. Um, that uh, that doesn't happen very often. A suit and a coat, that uh, doesn't fit my world very often. But when we talk about shock and awe, that is what we got to do when we were down there. Uh, put the shock and awe, put some stank on Nashville. We've got the WP3 stank all over Nashville right now. And uh, we're, we only got to do it because the amazing people that came and supported us, the musicians who came. The list is 27 of them. Most of them are on the show kind of uh, uh, chiming in right now. Tim Newton, uh, Jen Keller, and her family. Um, I mean, I, and I'm mentioning just names, and I won't get through all of them, and so I won't do that. Uh, Chris Nobles and his wife. Um, Mission Barbecue, who brought us in and let us have a meal at Mission Barbecue. If you've never had a chance to eat at a Mission Barbecue, go there. Make sure you go around noon because it just – kind of puts the the cap on everything when you everyone in the building gets to stand up and say the national anthem uh while they're eating their amazing barbecue food there um clayton q for coming in and helping and djing uh uh adam i was gonna say bird it's not adam bird it's adam <laughs> turner. adam turner who uh set up most of the venues for us and most uh what am chris, I turner. Missing? chris turner Turner. Who's Adam Turner? I don't know what Adam you're thinking of. I'm losing my uh, mind. Whatever. Yeah. This is our show. We can call him. <laughs> That's the way it works. Um, Chris Turner, I apologize, brother. Um, there's just so much stuff, and we got so many comments coming in right now. And we do this just for the, the specific purpose and reason of being a beacon of hope and opportunity for anyone. I said anyone that needs help. Yes, we focus on our veterans and first responders, but we need to start taking care of each other. Kevin and uh, Andrew and myself were talking earlier on a pre-show, and it's just like, get rid of the negativity. Get rid of the, the, the foul conversation. Get rid of the nonsense and start breaking bread together. That's why we bring the musicians together, because nothing's better in life other than good food, good music, great relationships. You know what? If there's a good cocktail in the room, I don't have a problem being part of that too still um and that's not fair. and then we get to come back weekly and do these shows that have sergeant big country who is literally moving mountains in the world of uh para-athlete and then kevin palmer who is new to us but just living in the face of adversity and both of these men and that's kind of what we talked about i think that's the name of the title of the show tonight living in the face of adversity um found a way to bounce back and make, make stuff happen. And so you guys don't need to hear from me anymore. We need to hear from these guys. Kevin Palmer, how you doing, brother? I'm doing great. Hi, Kimberly. I've seen your comment. I just don't know how to answer back on here. I'm doing great. I'm, I'm very honored to be here. There's no greater honor than um, to be a part of what you guys are, are making happen and supporting these first responders and our patriots I'm really loving what you guys are doing, and I'm really appreciative that you guys have had me here. Well, it's already been a blessing just on our conversations, and I getting to listen to uh, the one song you have set for us just to open my eyes and ears and just uh, 
Uh, I'm excited to play that. And uh, thank you for being here and taking the chance. I, I, I'm sure there's some, well, I know there are, but there's some podcasts and there's some live streams where, um, and we're always willing to learn how to do things better. So if you see anyone, anyone that's in the group, anyone that's watching tonight, if you have a way that we can do this better and make us look better and make our the people that we bring on better, let us know. We'll take care of that. I know it would be really cool to do an all-live show. Um, I don't know how we're going to get everyone in the same place at the same time doing the same things. That's the tough part. Um, everyone's busy, and sometimes we don't even get them to get here to the show because they're busy doing their own things. And so, um, But thank you, Kevin, for being here. Uh, Sergeant... Sergeant Big Country. <laughs> not, a lot, not a lot of people put the sergeant in front of it, but uh, Big Country is fine, man. Uh, same here, man. It's an honor to be here. Um, love what you guys are doing. Um, y'all have already mentioned off, you know, a few names like Adam Martin uh, at the, the Music Awards. I actually did a show with uh, or had Adam and Blackbird Anthem to do a show for me back in 2017 in South Carolina. Uh, so, Y'all got some really amazing people that's doing some amazing things out there. Uh, it's like Brian Gibson and, and his fob and and many, many, many others who dig down deep every day just to make sure that the vets and first responders are, are taken care of like they should be. It is a, it's a daunting. It's a daunting task. And some of these guys go at it ruthlessly every single day. And, uh, I mean, I don't want to take away from any of the highlights of it, and I need everyone to know I'm gonna I'm gonna make a confession here, and um, it's not about me. Um, but uh, what we do is a 24/7 job, and you know I've I've had some people being in the teacher world sometimes has got its challenges with uh, a the profession, b the parents, c the children, blah blah blah. Uh, but I had a professional come to me the other day and said, why do you work so hard at this? You know, all these veterans and first responders, you know, they should have known what they were getting into. And uh, it infuriated me. And it does infuriate me. And I told them, I said, you know what? You're right. You're right. Um, I didn't, I did tell her, uh, this is one of the most insulting things I've ever heard you say, but we're fine. Well, lo and behold, couple hours later she's coming to me and complaining to me about oh the kids aren't doing what they're supposed to be doing life is tough in there that's i'm like well you probably should have known what you were getting into and uh she knew she knew i had her um i i have a gold star mother that works with me and uh she was having a, a bad day um with the loss of her son which I can't imagine every day is not a bad day, to be honest with you. I couldn't, I don't know how I could ever carry that kind of weight, to be honest with you. I, I would not do as well as she does. I'm going to just say that. And uh, she was having a bad day, and it's, it's this said professional. Now, I'm going to let you know I love this said professional. So I, I, I love her. She's She just doesn't always think when she speaks. And she's like, uh, you know, what what's up with so-and-so? And I'm like, well, and she's got a picture of her son over her desk. I said, well, she's she lost her son. And I took the jab I probably shouldn't have taken, and I did. And I said, but she probably should have thought, or she probably should have known what she was getting into. And uh, she did come to me later and said, I need to change the, that verbiage with you. And I'm like, 
I just need you to realize and be cognizant of all the statements that people make. If you're not living it and you haven't been in it and you don't know what it is, then maybe you shouldn't uh, lean towards the, oh, just get over it attitude. Look at these amazing numbers. Look at these amazing numbers. Uh, Gabriel Wren. Thank you, brother. He's the one uh, with Trinity Productions. Uh, cut the video for us at Josie's. Uh, he also has a full-length. We do have a full-length version that was delivered to the Josie Awards. Uh, thank you for everything you're doing down there in Nashville and the hard work that you do down there, brother. Um, big country. Tell us your story, man. Uh, well, once again, first, uh, thanks for uh, thanks for having me on. Um I mean, we all got a story, man. Uh, January 7, 2014, uh, I was on my way to get my, my guys lunch uh, and hit black ice, ran off a ravine on Fort Riley, uh, lost my left leg above the a knee, and the right leg is a salvage. Uh, between the kneecap and the ankle, there's 30 screws, four plates, and a 10-inch rod. Um, I can't feel my right foot nor use my toes to balance like able-bodied people do. So it's like having a below-the-knee amputation on the right side. Um, part of what that big brace on my leg, you know, kind of helps keep me stable. Uh, you know, man, the, the, the first four or five years out of the military was, was the hardest. Uh, trying to find that purpose, man, we, we did multiple different things. Uh, and, and I caught myself trying to help other people to, to just shun my issues away. Um, I, I found, you know, helping other people out with their mental and, and physical aspects and not even worry about mine. It's just, you know, is where I was headed. Uh, so we did a, a tattoo thing. We did the radio thing. Uh, in the midst of watching friends and family just kind of disappear on you because they don't know how to how to treat you and, and stuff like that. Uh, just kept running down a dark path, man. Uh, had doctors say that I wouldn't I wouldn't ever be able to walk again. Um, and if I did, then it would be with only support. That I would never walk without support. Um, so two years ago. October 1st of 2020, uh, you know, my, my, my look on the mental part of it is different than, than a lot of other people. Um, I got the PTSD, the anxiety, the depression and, and stuff like that. Like, a, like, like a lot of others, like a lot others still have, you know, I, already, I got sitting there on my couch in this very house. It was like, you know, I kind of got ticked off at myself. I was like, you know, you got to do something, man. Can't sit here no more and, and, and wonder what's going to happen. So I finally got up and played uh, pinball with my walls in the house and finally taught myself how to walk. Um, so I started taking steps outside, and two months later, I finally got back into the gym. You know, as all of us military people are, you know, with PT and physical fitness and stuff, that was always one thing about my job that was – I was able to take out stress and, and, and just feel a lot better once I'm done with a good workout. Uh, went from 415 pounds down to 280 within about seven to eight months. Uh, 
got introduced to uh, para-sports, which is just like normal sports, but for people with disabilities, uh, amputations, vision impaired, hearing impaired. Uh, you know, always loved playing sports my entire life, so I gave it a shot. Went to uh, the National Wheelchair Games up in New York City in 2021 and took home a silver and a bronze. No training, no nothing, and just, just fell in love with it all, man. Uh, came back home, got me some coaches, uh, got in the gym and hit it for even harder. And uh, this year I brought home four golds, three silvers, and two bronze. Uh, placed in every, every competition that I've been at. Uh, the Paralympic Committee is watching me very hard. Um, I'm one of the Paralympic hopefuls uh, that they're hoping to be able to be able to put on the teams. Um, and on top of that, man, is is being able to help other people with disabilities, you know, reach back out and, and grab their life back uh, through fitness. Uh, you know, fitness is one of those things that not a lot of people really like to do, <laughs> to be honest. Uh, I, I opened up an, AL, an LLC, uh, so I'm big country sports. Uh, I'm a personal trainer. I got my personal trainer stuff uh, through ISSA uh, to be able to help people with, with their fitness. You know, and, and it's not just about going in there and lifting weights. You know, it, it's a mental thing, too. Um, it, it's, it's a way to connect with yourself and, and to connect with others on a different level because it takes, you know, you have to put in the dedication. You have to put in the work. You have to be disciplined at it. You, know, you go into the gym and you can work out and have great workouts, but if your diet's not right, you're not ever going to see any progress. Um, you know, 95% of people's New Year's resolutions are dealing with fitness. Within the first month, there's only 43% still active. And by the third month, it's only 3% of those of, of whoever is still out there trying to push for their goals. Um, yeah, man, our uh, our throwing coach, uh, Adrian Wilson, she's a five-time world women's champion in the Highlander Games. Um, I got another coach here in town. Her name's Candace. She runs the UNCC uh, track and field guys. Um, Joe Ken, the Carolina Panthers, uh, former strength coach, uh, you know, sends me some really amazing workouts to keep up with my strength and stuff. Um, I got my Paralympic license in shot put disc and powerlifting. Uh, so I am I, IPC on the IPC master list. Uh, anybody can go to the IPC master list and see all who has their. Uh, <laughs> that was uh, it's from the Warrior Games. Uh, that was actually our last competition this year. Um that was uh, wheelchair basketball. We took silver in, got our butts kicked by Air Force, which is it's okay. Um, <laughs> have y'all ever heard of the Invictus Games? Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, the reason why I know the Invictus game is our really good friend Shannon Book of uh, Deliberately Broken has got to play Invictus Games. And right. so, uh, That's well, Air Force took their Invictus guys, you know, and, and, and stomped all our butts. Um, <laughs> But those those that that competition uh, this year was actually really amazing, man. We uh we invited Team Canada down, so we got to hang out with some Canada athletes, and we we even had athletes from Ukraine come over, uh, which was even more amazing, man. To to see a group of people that had literally 
just come from a battlefield and sitting there with their family and their friends, being able to take in a deep breath and come out here and compete with the rest of us, man. Amazing people. Amazing people. I switched jerseys with a couple of them. Um, you know, a couple of us had translator apps on our phones and stuff, so that way we could actually talk to these guys. You know, and, and that's that's like the that's like the, the the main part of it for me, man. Yes, it's it's great winning medals, and yes, that's our end goal is is to win some gold in the Paralympics. But meeting these other athletes with disabilities, veteran and not veterans, man. Not not everybody I compete with is a veteran. Um, you know, just being able to talk to them and, and see other people that go and push beyond their limits every day is just absolutely amazing. Um, it, it both mentally and physically, and this is my personal opinion, is you have to walk. You know, I, I don't, I didn't want to sit here and be depressed in my house no more and, and, and sit here and let things bother me. So, what did I do? I retrained my mind. You know, I, I got out of my comfort zone and into the un, uncomfortable zone and pushed beyond my limits. And, and we're nowhere near being done. Yeah, we're, we're, we're just getting started over the last year and a half with this. And uh, got our, got our uh, first fitness challenge coming up uh, the January 9th through the 6th. Uh, got some really, really amazing stuff uh, coming out with that. So, y'all, I can't release the details just yet because we're going to drop it here in the next couple of weeks. But uh, competition-wise, man, it's just been it's been a blessing. I mean, it, hard work really shows that it pays off. Uh, we was at the Desert Challenge back in May, which was our international competition this year. We took gold in men's disc, beat out 12 other countries. Um, they went to the National Wheelchair Games out in TP, Arizona, and – Brought home two golds, a silver, and a couple of bronze from there. Um, but man, it, it's being around other people with disabilities and learning. It's kind of like cognitive therapy. You know, you go in and you listen to each other. Somebody might have a trick that you've never tried before. They may help you, you know, with with your daily routines. You know, we're not just able to walk up and go to the shower and take a shower anymore. You know, we have to sit on a bench or. We got to have somebody physically help us into to the shower room or something like that. So it's tricks of the trade. <laughs> I mean, that, that's really what it is. I, I want to address this real quick because every once in a while we we get not every once in a while every darn show a connection is made, and I'm assuming uh, Miss Kimberly Charlotte is actually from uh, from. Our musicians camp tonight and because you sure. made comments to her earlier but she's sitting here talking about how her son has had some of the same struggles that that you've had big country and mm -hmm. this is exactly why we do this um one of the things we found out when we were building the people's patriot project is that a people were reaching out and a didn't know about us b uh, they would tell us about how they would contact all these other organizations from across the country and wouldn't get a callback, an email, or anything back in return. And they're, they're, here's the deal, organizations. And I am going to call you out if it needs to be called out. If you're saying you're there to help, you need to be there to help because these people who are reaching out are in crisis now. They're not planning their crisis down the future. 
Now, saying that, yes, we can talk them back off that crisis for the moment, redirect them and get them to a place. But when they are reaching out, they want help now. They need an answer. They need a solution. They need something to help them now. Um, And that's why we said, let's bring them all together. Get them all on the show. Let's reach out a countrywide. Make sure everyone gets their story out there. Make it so it has to be their excuse for not being able to find the help. Because the help is there. The look, help- you know, and, and let me let me speak on that, man. And I don't mean for this to come out the wrong way or anything oh. like that. But I was one of those people at one point in time that was asking for help. But there was nothing there. You know, mentally, yes, it, it's I, I, I think the military could spend a lot more money on how they deal with us on the way out just like they do when they bring us in. You know, you're, you're, you're training us for a specific reason. So you need to retrain us for a specific reason. You know, you can't just go through a two-week course and learn how to rewrite a resume and get a slap on the butt and be like, okay, here you go. The world don't work that way no more. You know, but I, I looked at it like this is, why am I sitting here sulking about this stuff and waiting for some of these people to come along and help fix the issue? Look, a therapist, groups, our parents, anybody can give us the tools to help with our issues, but it's up to the person themselves if they want it fixed or not. You can sit here and deal with your battles and your demons every day, but you got to man the hell up and get uncomfortable and fix it. Just like anybody else out here who is successful in life, you got to be comfortable with being uncomfortable. It doesn't work on the easy all the damn time. You know, I, I've had so many people look at me, oh, man, you just need to get up off your butt and go do something. You need to find something to do with your life. Well, you know what? Some of them are right. I'm sitting here with well, all these, these therapists from the VA and, and, and some of these people for some of the organizations out here. You know, that's all they want to do is talk. You got to put some action to it. You know, you just like whenever I got home, and I was one of those people that didn't like crowds. You know how I fixed it? I went to a damn library and put my back against the wall. And over a period of time, my butt was in the middle of that library. And then I went to a bigger building, into a bigger building. And next thing you know, I'm speaking in front of 10,000 people. You know, you, you, have, you have to want to put the work in to get better. Yes, I still suffer from PTSD, insomnia. You can ask my wife on how many nightmares I have at night. But I don't let it affect me like I used to. I want to be happy. I want to enjoy my life. And I'd be danged if I'm going to let anything else stop me from doing that. You have to put the work in. You have to want to be better. I've reached out and tried to help with people <clears throat> with their mental issues. Uh, uh, it was about a month ago. And it, it was a female well, I'm just in that non-existent place, no more. Nobody cares about me, and you know, sitting on live social media trying to get people to feel sorry for it. And when you reach out, it's like, hey, you mind? You know, you want to shoot me an email? 
let, let me try to give you some of the things to help me and see if it helps you. And she was like, well, you just wouldn't tell a person with an amputation to just to get up and walk with you. And that's not even where I was going with it. I was like, here, I was going to give you some things to try to help you. But it was kind of funny, though. I was like, I am an amputee and I can walk. Well, you know, <laughs> kind of hit that double side. But you have to want that help. You. If you don't want to get better, you're not going to get better. If you sit here and think that this one thing is going to destroy your life, it's going to feel that way. You, you have to bring yourself out of it. Yes, finding a purpose is huge. I wish I knew about these sports five years ago. You know, that's something else that I'm pushing within the VA and active duty. I will be out at Fort Seal, Oklahoma on the 29th speaking to the entire base. Want to speak out to the trainees, active duty, go out to the artillery fields and hang out with the Joes and stuff like that. And that's one of my issues that I am pushing. You know, you, you, you got, you got to want to be that way. Um, I took some liberties here and um, Kimberly, I added big countries email because it's on his Facebook page. If you went and searched it, you would, be able to find it so that's uh in my brain public domain and he wants that information out there um, really sorry ahead. brother if you put my website it's sgtbc.com if, if people want to get a hold of me just shoot a message on there on, on my website and it comes straight to me that's like the easiest way if somebody's trying to get a hold of me honestly <laughs> that is perfect i like the strength that you speak with it uh because of the nature of our roles, we we don't get to speak tough to those who are weak a little bit, I guess. And uh, I think that's exactly what they need is someone to talk tough to them. Not all and of it, them. No, not, of them. Not, not everybody. And, it's, it, and I don't mean to come off ash holish way or anything like no. that. But, <laughs> but, it, but it's the truth, though, man. I mean... <laughs> I see so many of our brothers and sisters. I'm first responder too, man. I used to be a volunteer firefighter, so I know I know both sides of the fence. You know, and I've seen so many of my brothers and sisters just sit there and melt away because they're thinking that somebody's going to come magically fix it for them, and they're not. All we can do is push out, like like what you were talking about earlier. If you're here to help, then freaking help. Now, now, don't get me wrong. I, I don't. I'm not trying to crack on anybody who's trying to spread awareness. I dang, that's all I've seen for the last five, six years since I've been out of the military. Let's do 22 push-ups today and let's spread awareness. Dude, we already know we're killing ourselves. Why don't you find something that helps, like physically helps? I don't want to see you do push-ups every day. I want to see you just going to do something that's actually going to help our brothers and sisters. Give them a tool that they can use and apply it to their life. A push-up ain't going to do nothing for them no more. It is... Uh... We have this conversation regularly on here, and, uh, and it is, uh, I mean, my, my heart goes out to those people that, I mean, if that, because it does, different folks for different, or different strokes for different folks. I get it, but you're right. I, I'm not motivate, motivated by watching someone do push-ups, and, but I don't need that right now. And, um, and again, I'm not discrediting what you're saying because there is – the part that we've been battling, it's not a battle. It's just we need to continually move forward. We, everyone acknowledges the number's 22. 
the actual number is 17 to 75, which is an actual, but 17 to 75 people a day. Um, we don't need any more recognition. We don't need any more education that this is happening. It's out there. Yeah. Um, so boots on the ground, moving forward. You know what? It would do no good if someone dials 911 and says, hey, my house is on fire, and someone rolls out, well, statistically, there's close to <laughs> 332,000 fires every day. Well, thank you. <laughs> someone coming to put my fire out? Right. Um, you know, it's <clears throat> we have to be proactive. And if right. what you're doing isn't working, for us organizations that are being boots on the ground, then find another another outlet. I, I, I believe your heart's in the right place. But you got to move forward. You can't sit there and, and rest on your heels because guess what? I'm going to tell you right now, no one's going to come to you with a pot of money either. No. I'm going to no, tell you that right not. now. Absolutely not. You know, and that's, and that's one of the great things that I love about Parasports. You know, right now, if you're a veteran and you're watching this and you want to get into Parasports, go to my website, send me a message, and I will have you in Parasports within a week. You know, there, there is a competition. It's called the National Veteran Wheelchair Games. It's held once a year. It will be in Portland, Oregon this year from July 4th through the 9th. You fly in on the 3rd and you leave on the 10th. If you've never been before, if you've never competed and you're a novice, there is a scholarship that pays for all novice competitors, hotel rooms, and their flights. Nine times out of ten, not all the time, but there's a good portion of the time that the VA just picks up the bill for each team that comes from, you know, uh, you got the Salisbury team, the Carolina Cruisers. You know, we go as a group. You got other groups from different VAs that will come out. But there's more than just that one competition. You know, if you're, if you're wanting to try it and see if it works for you, and could be an outlet out for you. Hit me up. I will put you in touch with the people you need to talk to. This is and, you know, and also, if you are somebody of a disability and you want to try to get back into fitness because it has changed my life, I will be more than glad to get you back into that routine as well. Is it easy? Hell no. Is it hard? Absolutely. But by the time that I can, if I can spend eight weeks with somebody, I promise you, you're going to come out feeling a lot different than what you did whenever you went into it. Hence this competition that I, or this fitness challenge that I got going on at the beginning of the year, excuse me, at the beginning of the year. The whole point of it is to grab the people who always want to do something with their fitness in their life, because it's not just physical, it's mental too. You know, when you work out and, and, and stuff like that, you got all the serotonin levels that jack up, which is chemical that makes you feel good. Everybody should know about serotonin levels. But it's the point of showing yourself that if you put your mind to it and you dig down deep and you believe in yourself, you can accomplish in that eight weeks. You'll lose some weight. You'll feel a lot better about yourself. You'll be eating healthy for eight weeks. You'll be in a normal routine like we used to be in the military that you're going to come out and it's going to be like, oh, wait a minute. I remember this. Hey, 
something I used to bitch about. I didn't want to get up at 6 o'clock in the morning to go do PT, but guess what? You're doing it now, and it makes you feel freaking amazing. You know, that. <clears throat> I'm in talks with uh, UNCC Charlotte up here um, about kind of holding a tournament like the National Wheelchair Games. But my twist of it is, is I'm allowing able-bodied people to come in and compete, trying to close that gap so that way people with that doesn't have any disabilities can actually see what it's like to live in a day. There are stuff out there that can make you like where you're losing a leg or something like that. You have to compete like us. Um, talks are going great. We got the fields, we got the facilities and stuff like that. Now the hard work comes. Now we got to get all the coaches and the medical personnel and the paperwork and the insurance. And it's going to take a couple of years. But by the time I'm done, it's going to be absolutely something that, that people are ready to get to. You know, it's one of those fun things. Hey, you know, we get to go see our buddies that we haven't seen in a year and go out here and compete and have fun and eat some amazing food and see some amazing people. So any, anything, anything that deals with fitness and sports, y'all, if y'all want help getting back into something that could possibly help change that, that point of your life around, please, please reach out. More than glad to help anybody I can. Your blessing, and I think awesome. there's a place where we can collaborate with this. And Kevin, thank you for your patience. You do. No, no problem. Uh, I think you got a song that kind of lines up with this a little bit, don't you? Oh, <laughs> well, we got songs for everything, man. You know, music's so powerful; it can touch us so many different ways. It can motivate you. It can put you to sleep. It can take you back in time. And they can t even, you know, even everyone has a love song. As couples, they say this is our song. So, music is powerful, and it touches us all in different ways. And we we got <clears throat> songs for everything. So, I love music. I think it is a helpful tool. It can help you heal. I know it's helped me heal along the way. Um, I come from a long history of musicians. You know, my great uncle Oni was Oni Wheeler, who toured with Elvis and was on the Sun record label. If you watch the new movie, the new Elvis movie, you see his name on the flyers in the background. And then my dad was uh, the guy, the musician of the family. And I grew up watching him do his thing and wanted to be just like him. And uh, we lost him to a car accident at a young age, and that made me go completely the other way. I wanted nothing to do with music because it was so painful, and it can, you know, music can put you back in time and make you feel things all over again. And that's exactly what it was doing for me, and I wanted no part of it. And life goes on, and I had a son, my first son was born with bilateral anophthalmia, which means he was born without eyes. So he's completely blind. He is also autistic, so he's nonverbal. Um, he had hydrocephalus, so there was many surgeries right there at the beginning, uh, which means his body doesn't get rid of the fluid on his brain. And as a new parent, um, we were learning as we went, and there were not a lot of resources or help for us in our particular case. So we didn't know what we were doing. And 
he was he became very delayed we didn't have a lot of answers like i said um one day we were kind of lost we didn't know what to do and one day i noticed he was trying to wiggle like a little worm to get to a toy keyboard i bought him and the light bulb kind of came on and i started using that keyboard to motivate him he loves music so much and always has and i used that keyboard to motivate him to crawl and whenever that happened i ran down to the music store bought a guitar and that became our thing every day we'd sit together and try to make noise on this guitar and he got stronger and was able to stand up with the support of the wall and he would shuffle down the wall to get to me playing the guitar and that has been our thing all this time eventually i taught him to walk and that led to me playing guitar for other people other people seen it and they would start hiring me as a guitar player for hire and that's led me into my music career but i always said that if we talk about healing i always said that the music died whenever my dad died and kent my son is the one that brought it back so that was kind of coming full circle for me. So I know firsthand how music can heal and touch us all. And still to this day, he loves music. And and I would like to do something. I'd like to do something good with my music. You know, I think we all want to help. It's just sometimes we don't always know how. That's that's amazing, brother. That you've you've been able to do that for your child. That's that is a connection and a bond that you will have with each other for eternity. And 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 people that has issues with their children, like you do yours, man. I think that would be even you doing like a little uh, ebook or something like that with it, man. I think would be tremendous, and that would probably help out so many people. That is so awesome. Well, I'm seeing two amazing men with two amazing messages that actually parallel each other because I remember hearing a time where big country, you struggled to be able to walk and same story. You had to <laughs> pinball down the hallway and and that's resiliency. And that's what is the seed that helps people carry on. And, and I'm sure that resiliency of your, your son helps you Kevin and uh it just I just couldn't imagine the power that that holds and again we're stumbling on something amazing did we none of us have even been in the same room together at any given point and then we come up with this amazing strong message right now that are affecting Jeremy Daniels Kimberly Charlotte and and others that are reaching out to the show right now and um on top of that, I'd, I'd like to think that we're building family uh, where, again, you know my name, I know your name, and uh, let's build this thing together. What song do you got for us, bro? You want me to play uh, uh, Summer Rain? Sure. Yeah, sure. That's kind of along the same lines here. You know, that song is basically... I wrote, I wrote that song in five minutes or less on the back of a electric bill one day. So I was kind of going through a lot of troubles. I was going through some 
forks in the road in my life and it was a clear summer day and the rain started pouring down and i it was the moment in my life that i realized that every problem i had was kind of by my own hand in the moment that i learned to take responsibility for it and step up instead of making excuses so that's that's really what the song's about but uh that's my new single out and you got the video are you playing the video yeah, yeah. so we got kevin palmer with summer rain i don't know about you guys i got goosebumps about the message that we're hearing right now so um <laughs> kimberly we are with you we are with you sister um we know that you didn't sign up for this thing as well and we support uh veteran and first responder parents and and family members as well because you are in the battle with them as well we know that very honestly truthfully and and uh wholeheartedly so uh let's get through this and we got uh uh summer rain I watch her go away Standing here drowning In the summer rain Sunshine just go away Leave me drowning In the summer rain Every blue sky seems thunder and rain Every pretty smile has tasted some pain I wish I weren't always the one who's to blame Standing here drowning in the summer rain Drowning. 
Standing here drowning Standing here drowning In the summer rain You nailed it, brother. Oh, thank you. Thank that was you. amazing. Thank you for playing that. That's cool. um, that was my first video, first song I released. So um, we got seven more coming out after Christmas, and then Clayton, Q, and I just finished one yesterday in Nashville. So watch for it. It's going to be coming out in a couple months, also. Do you release all your stuff out on Spotify, iTunes, and all that stuff? Yes, sir. Uh, awesome. Also, Apple. There's over 88 different ones that they've been releasing them to. So we're trying to get them out to everywhere we can. We're trying to do a little bit different with Reverb Nation because typically Reverb Nation plays independent artists and we're trying to figure out a way with them where they will allow us to take the whole pool of the 90 musicians we have and let us just put together just a gigantic album series of the independent with independence with under one umbrella and we're working on that and so um i hope that comes to fruition but uh we'll make sure we get all your links out there and that people can find you easily um and again, this is our show. We've we've done our hour, but we don't have to stop. And uh, I, I've been getting some ultimatums tonight, but I don't I don't care. The message bigger than the ultimatums <laughs> of watching the TV show. This is this is saving lives. And I, I'm going to tell you right now, nothing is more honoring and humbling than when we have one of our fans saying that message we heard helped me get through the day. And the ultimate one, every occasion. Um, you saved my life, and and I can't I can't hold that. I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm not big enough man to carry that. And uh, it's uh, thank you for those amazing accolades. But uh, um, we'll do this together. However, we need to do it. We do take messages. We do take phone calls. We do take emails. Uh, we will take everything we can, and and um, we're here for you. And so this is another piece, and this is the perfect timing for it. Everyone has one of these. This is called a cell phone. And I know if you're listening to the podcast, it's going to be hard for you to visualize me holding up a, a cell phone. But uh, we we do our six-pack during We Got Your Six at Six. And we're going to ask you to reach out to six of your brothers and sisters. It takes probably 13.7 seconds to do a text saying, thinking about you. And uh, reach out to your brothers and sisters. Make sure... If you think they're the strongest people on the face of the earth, you better be reaching out to them because they, they've they got their stuff too. And a lot of times we end up having the message, oh, didn't see that one coming. Uh, see it all coming. It's all there. Um, reach out to your brothers and sisters. This is our buddy check time. Uh, this is and does. It's not doing push-ups. It's a proactive step of being boots on the ground saying, hey, I'm thinking about you. If there's a broken relationship, and I can attest to this one in my personal life, I had a broken relationship to the man that was the best man at my wedding, vice versa, and I let it slide, and ultimately alcohol took his life because I did not proactively step in and say, dude, 
you're putting a pistol in your mouth whether you see it or not. And that's on me, and I get to carry that. You don't need to carry that. Call and reach out to those. Reach out to everyone you can. This is how we do it. This is how we get it done. And if there is someone that is being pig-headed, stubborn, and you know they need a hand, reach out to I have no problem making a phone call. I have no problem making a phone call. Uh, we get boots on the ground. We have a 160 uh, boots on the ground organizations across the country. We've picked up people in Florida within 40 minutes of a, of a crisis call uh, because of people that we have in our network. Uh, we have a strong team. It's only getting stronger with these two amazing gentlemen right here. Um, thank you, gentlemen. Do we still need to keep going? What I mean, I don't want to shut the door here. Well, I just I just want to say real quick, you know, Kevin, it's it's nice to meet you, brother, and everybody else. Uh, amazing, amazing song. Thank you for having us on. Uh, please add us to as add us as a piece uh, to to be able to help out as much as we can. Um, appreciate y'all having us on the show. Um, so we got some really big things coming out next year. The Rise of Sarm Big Country comes out on Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Prime, Roku. Uh, y'all really want to see the meat and grit of a lot of the crap that we went through. That's that's going to be something to watch. Uh, but thanks for everything that y'all do. Uh, thanks for all the hard work that y'all do in the countless hours. Uh, I, I know y'all 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 don't get very much rest, but you know it's, it's for people like y'all that, that, that a lot of us do get some help. So thank y'all and bless y'all for everything that y'all do and, and for having us on. It's been an honor. Thank you, big country. And likewise. Absolutely. What's next for Kevin Palmer? Well, um, I've got uh, seven songs that are going to release after Christmas. Um, we're going to make videos for three of them, or that's the plan anyway. Then after January, I'm going to start shooting in my first movie. Um, it's a, a short film called Uncle T's Farm Stand, um, directed by Chris Hensel. So this is my first one. I'm a little nervous about it. I got a lot of work to do, but we got to keep going, right? Keep oh, working, brother. Moving. <laughs> and... I appreciate y'all having me too. It's it really is an honor. There's no greater honor than what you guys are doing. And big country, I loved hearing your story. It's very inspirational. It's an honor to meet you too. And if there's anything I can do, I'd love to help. You know, keep me on board. I'll do all I can. You are not going to be able to slip away, brother. I'm going to tell you. That. <laughs> already on board. That's a you're in. Sadly, we're kind of like stray cats that way, and it's uh, it's not always an ask. I mean, our 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 vision is to always make sure people have food on their tables and they're taking care of their families, and so uh, that's our biggest part of our mission as well is taking care of family. And so, Miss Eichmann, we got anything else? Hundred percent. Can I tell you the news really quick tonight? Yes. So November being Military Family Month, and we focused on celebrating and honoring the contributions and sacrifices of the families of U.S. Armed Forces. Uh, and then I I'll, I'll always add our first responders. But um, so I went searching so that we could add a little bit more about our first responders. And also because uh, because I had a, a minute to think about it, I'll be, uh, I'm just going to start our um, 
Mark and I called it Heroes in the Classroom. Um, but my, my middle school used to have a group, a support group for uh, military children, school children, and we don't have it anymore. I think it's death by COVID kind of thing. Um, and so we are looking to revive this and uh, I'm gonna add the first responders children in there as well. So I found this, um, those of you, while you're reaching out to and looking after first responder and military families this month, um, think about how much the children are watching and learning that we don't even realize. Um, children of first responders and military police, firefighters, EMTs, military personnel, paramedics, corrections officers, um, they're really as vulnerable as their parents because of the nature of those jobs, because they're routinely exposed to traumatic events that can impact their own mental health. Um, there's Dr. Perlstein in this article that I read. He said, being aware of their own stress and their own secondary traumatization can help first responders better recognize and respond to their children's symptoms. These symptoms can include sleep disturbances, clingy behavior, angry outbursts, sadness, cheerfulness, and fear that bad things are going to happen. And some of that is so surface that we already know this and see this. Um, but remember to keep paying attention. If you have to set a timer where everything else goes to the side for a minimum of 15 minutes every day, you will see a benefit right away. Listen effectively, um, repeat back, ask questions, um, make sure you got it right, what the kiddos are telling you. Read between the lines. I mean, obviously, if everything's okay every day, it's probably not. So read between those lines. Um, be understanding. I mean, it goes a long way if you acknowledge that you understand that and maybe have felt that way yourself. Um, it's logical for them to feel that way. And they're an equal part of the family. So keep that in mind. Um, the best prevention and treatment is always in acknowledging that there is a problem and that it exists, the fear even, that the fear exists. So I just wanted to put that out there today as a, a reminder that the family centers sometimes around the jobs and the children that are watching the way we react. So let's keep that in mind as we think about our military and first responder children this month as well. And that's that. I can't thank you guys enough. I just sent a thank you to Clayton. Um, what a blessing that Kevin, thank you for being on the show. Um, I think no, we're going to hear another me. song. Oh, for sure. You'll probably have to come back because we'll have a lot more music to share uh, the next time too. And uh, I'm just getting to know you more. Do you have another one ready to roll right now, brother? All right. Always got another one. Um, Love it. you're right on the spot right now. Yeah, that's one. That's the way I like it. All right, I'm gonna do one kind of my own way. Try to leave on a positive note.
when the night has come, the land is done, and the moon is the only light you see. No, I won't be afraid. I won't be afraid. Just as long as you stand, stand by me. Stand by me. Stand by me. If you would need, won't you stand, stand by me? If the sky you look upon should crumble and fall and the mountain should stumble to the sea I won't cry I won't cry I won't shed a tear just as long as you stand Stand by me. Stand by me. Stand by me. If you're me, won't you stand? Stand by me. Stand by me. you can put in at the, after that it's just uh it's the right song the right time the right place um thank you mr palmer for being here thank you patriot nation for having faith in us and making that uh, we can put these together and when we put these together we reach into the network and ask other people to be part of this um thank you all for being part of the mission patriot pride I'll be seeing you guys again. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Fuck off.